So you got a microphone? What are you doing? A podcast or something? I don't. Well, I was wondering, like, uh, maybe we could turn something into a podcast. Okay. I don't know exactly how. What okay. do you think? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll yeah, just record cool. and see what happens. All right. Thank you for listening to the Your Mindful Coach podcast, part of the Center for Self Care Network. This is Mark Balser. Today's episode is a bit different. In it, I introduce you to Philadelphia area artist David Gerbstadt as the two of us launch a unique project to share his work and collect stories of impact and meaning. You'll find us on Instagram at David underscore was underscore here underscore again. We encourage you to give us feedback and share your stories of inspiration and connection through art. In 1994, David set out on a quest of sorts. Motivated by his belief that art should be accessible to everyone, he began leaving his work at train stations, street corners, and other public places. Many of his pieces mixed simple symbols and words in a style reminiscent of ancient cultures, including his Mayan and Incan ancestry. On the back of each piece, David included a short biography, black and white photo, and contact information, along with an invitation to take the piece of art home with them. The response was enormous, and David received letters and stories from around the world, including places like Poland and Ireland and South Africa. He even got some of his own art back as recipients felt a call to return items so the cycle could begin again. David tells me that at some point he ran out of things to say, so he stopped leaving his art. He continued to create and sell his art, but by 2016, he was drawn to speak his heart again as he observed the caustic political and cultural environment and its impact on children and families. He started a project with the theme, Be Kind, that you'll hear more about in future episodes, and he began leaving his work throughout the community once more. These days around Philadelphia, you might stumble across a David Gerbstadt piece that declares, you are loved, never give up, or even don't let the turkeys get you down, along with images of his iconic bunnies, caterpillars, dogs, and cats. We encourage you to take a selfie with one and send it our way. Heck, you might even take it home and share it with those you love. Our plan is to post a new photo on Instagram every day for the next 100 days. When possible, we'll tell you where the piece was left and other identifying information so you can help us find its new owner. We're hoping to hear from those who collected these pieces and learn the stories that have followed each piece. Who knows what'll happen? As always, drop me a line at Mark, that's M-A-R-C, at center, the number four, selfcare.com, to learn more or connect with resources to support you in self-care. And please reach out to David via Facebook or at davidgerbstadt at gmail.com. That's D-A-V-I-D-G-E-R-B-S-T-A-D-T. He has plenty of art available as well as fabulous buttons that spread his message of kindness. Enjoy the episode. What kind of goals do you think you might have? Like, what what do we want to accomplish with this? Oh, that's a good question. Um... I'd like to know what I did in a... Okay, what I did in the original project, what happens is I put it out and it's gone. 
I don't know where it goes. Sometimes I got feedback, sometimes not. More than, it's probably 30 to 40% of it or so. Not very much return, like where it went. It'd be nice to know where it went and where it ends up. Um, and, um, after, you know, so it'd be nice to, to, to track it. Like I left a piece, for example, I, I did a uh, an altered book, and I left it in the Warhol Museum down in the basement. They had a one of those um, you sit in the booth, and then they take four pictures of you. And you know, well, you sat in the chair, and then there was a little ledge up there, and I put that book on there so you saw the spine. Like if you sat down, you saw the spine. Well, that was in Pittsburgh, and. Um, it was like a couple months or a few weeks. Some time goes by, and uh, I left my information inside the the cover of the book, and I got a call from Los Angeles, California, and I was like, and he's like, "Do you want the book back?" And I said, "No, it was intended to leave there." And he's like, "Okay." And so you leave it in Pittsburgh and ends up in Los Angeles. So that's pretty neat. Um, I, I know people collected them, and then they would mail them out to different places. But so that would be one where it ends up. Um, I can't really think of anything else. Um, it almost seems like that we're we're creating stories. Well, the stories are there, and but we're right. extending those stories because those stories often come back to you. There's stories, too. and then we can share that like, part of the story too. Um, Right here. It's funny you say stories because here are beginning. I had I this is before email got big. Before email, I had a post office box. So these are the letters. Some of the letters I got from the people that found it. And they're all handwritten and they're mailed to my post office box. I didn't want to have send it to my house because I didn't want to get in any trouble. So I put a post office box on the back. Um, in fact, I did have a, I was living at home at the time and a police officer did come to the house. And I was young and dumb. I was, well, I didn't know. And he basically wanted to know if I was doing graffiti. I didn't realize at the time what he was saying to me because I was, and I just confessed everything in the kitchen. You didn't do wrong. I didn't do wrong, <laughs> like what I was doing. I just confessed what I was doing to him. And he says, okay, well, you're not really doing anything wrong. And he leaves. And my dad was sitting there with me. He's like, don't you ever do that. You just confessed to everything. You don't ever confess to the cops like everything you've been doing. So, um, and then I think it was either after that I confided in, in what a, a guy I knew and it turns out he was a retired police officer and I, cause I wasn't telling anybody what I was doing at all. I wasn't even telling my parents. And, and meanwhile you were getting these letters. Yeah. I, I, well, at the first fifth, the first batch, the first set I, I, I left out. 
they were disappearing. And then I opened up my mom's trunk to her car one day, and there were about 20 in there, 10 to 20 in the in the trunk. And I told her, well, I put out a, at least 50. And she says, I can't keep up with you. She was t she wanted me to get paid for the work. She didn't kind of she didn't understand it at all. And so these are some of the letters. And there's one there's one particular one where these kids. Uh, this is Karen, Courtney, Izzy, and um, Kyle. What you see in there? Uh, I found a little green monster with a red horns today at the racket club in Berlin. Today is my birthday. That's Kyle. And this is 95. He's a little, little kid. Um, then this, oh, this is, hello, I found a red car. I painted a red car. I don't even know if I have a picture of it. I know, I think I do. Somewhere. This is iconic little red car I was drawing. The drawing was basically the triangle with a circle on the wheels. It was really simple. It was like that, but just, it looked like that. And two wheels around this is, I found a red car on on the bridge by the Paoli train station the day my grandpa died. The car is very symbolic because my grandpa had a red car. P.S. We have three of your works. So that, those stories I remember because the, I would see the mother later. And, just, and it, the kids, like, it was, like, monumental to them. So there's like there's stories, and then there's like later on I would get an email, um, and from from different people. I think that I got a typed letter from somebody that owned a moving company or something. I left one in I think D.C. I don't know where that is. It's in here somewhere maybe. It's almost like the internet is the new P.O. box. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and it's is, more this, public in terms of stick. Oh, there's the stories. one I was trying to show you. There's the one I left in front of the, the Capitol building. Back when you can get away with shit like that. You probably <laughs> can't do that now because you have the, you know, the, the, you know, the secret servers or the Homeland Security after you. But I would leave stuff on the bridge in Berlin, and that's in Wayne. So, you, yeah. what, tell me that story again. You were telling me about... St. Thomas and the four-year-old or however. Oh, so there was a cafe in Frenchtown, which is a little neighborhood kind of community. So we would eat at breakfast every day there. And in the islands, in the, in the Caribbean, if you go in anywhere, if you go into a laundromat or a, a marina, the office to marina or restaurant, like cafes or anywhere like that where there's groups of people, usually there's a shelf somewhere and there's a row of books and you can take a book or you can leave a book it's for distributing books easier because you're on an island and stuff is limited you know because it's expensive to get stuff there or see stuff so it's a way to get reading material easy and so like when we were cruising down there i would take a book from the boat and I would drop it off at the shelf and I would take one. And that's how I read a lot. Um, so there was a shelf there and I I put the picture up. Did you see the picture? You didn't show me the picture. No, oh, yeah, 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 the picture's here. And I made them small so I could put in my, my luggage. 
I color Xeroxed it, and then I, I glued it down to a thin piece of plywood. And then I put that, stick that thing, the note on where it is with my picture of it, you know, my picture on the back. And then I put a little string on there so they can hang it up. So I didn't give them an original. So the kid found it later on in the day. So then we go to Water Island. But it's a tiny little island. Um, near the, um, off the coast of St. Thomas. So the kid goes up to it and he thinks it's a book because there's a whole bunch of books there, right? And he finds out it's a piece of artwork. And he goes through the words that he doesn't know the word. He knows the letter Y. Um, and he's trying to read you. And he knows some of the letters, but not all the letters. And he's like, R... And the, the mom, the mom, the dad came up to me while I was at the bar eating my burger on Water Island, right, on the, right on the on the beach. And the guy came up to me and says, "You're David." I was like, "Yeah." So like, we found your your piece in um, French Town Cafe at, at like eleven o'clock today, around thirty. And he's like, I'm "Like wow." And my son's tried to read it. And it's like the first thing he started to read. He's, he spoke. He's re, but he kind of can read, but this is the first thing he's at, read out loud. And so his mom came up to me later, and um, she explained it in more detail that the A he thought was an H, and she had to correct him. So after a few, after a little couple few tries, he actually read this out loud. You're beautiful, and. Um, she, like, through the conversation, she said that she was teaching marine biology at St. Thomas University. And so we talked a bit about, about that. But um, so it was neat that um, I was able to, to... I never experienced that before, like sticking my picture on the back. That That's new because I kind of... Be recognized right, from a black and white picture. Because I kind of... I kind of want to make it that, well, I never had that. I never thought of that before. And it's, it's, um, I never, I just never had that idea. And I thought, well, maybe if I put my picture on there, they could put it, the idea to a face and make it more personal and, I wasn't trying to get like attention. I wasn't trying to get attention about it. It was just more like, what does he look like? And this is what he looks like, you know. Um, so yeah. we left a hunch there. This is the Water Island. There's something about putting that picture up. Here's the one we left at Water Island. So this is the the bar at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. There's something so about right the there. art that immediately makes people want to know more. Well, so right. I imagine like, they see your name, this? or they, what, what is they see this? the back, exactly. and they... Like, there's street art involved, and sometimes people try to steal, like, I know, like, we paste artists, sometimes they try to get the, the piece off, they rip it off, and they can't, because I, I know some of them have, like, scored it, or they put glass, they, like, grind up glass really fine, and I don't know how many, not many people do that. But they put grind up the glass and they put it in the paste. And they don't all do that, but I know at least one person that does it. So they don't. They want. 
so if you start peeling it off, it'll rip and it's in a few pieces. Um, so a lot of the street art is, is just buffed, it's painted over or it's destroyed. So it's only up there for a limited time. And it's, you know, sometimes it's up for a while, but, you know, usually it's painted over or destroyed or removed, you know, or sample or, or power washed off or over or painted over and it's gone. So all you have is a picture. And thanks to the internet, you get to see it for longer, but it's just a photograph. Yeah. So you have all these photos. How many of these do you think you have? Oh, uh, thousands. Photos. I thought you were saying envelopes. Oh, oh, oh envelopes. Um, I have a case. Because there must be fifty pictures just in this. I one have room. a, I have a box like this, a case box, and there's like maybe three, four layers of those things. You think you've put out several thousand pieces of art? Uh, I'm estimating between ninety-four and. 2007, maybe I put at least 5,000 out. I don't know. I lost track. I so really, I didn't keep track because some days I would put out dozens and some days I would, I wouldn't go for a while and then I would put out more. So it's, it's the, the number is unknown. It's so a we, lot. We, we talked about doing a hundred days, but we could probably do this for 15 years or so. You could do a lot. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a lot of pictures and they weren't all photographed. Because some of them, they were multiples of the, like, different, like, I would do the same image over and over again, paint it different ways. So it got, I didn't want to take pictures of the same thing. Because back then, I was taking pictures, and I'd have to get it developed. So it was, like, 7 or $8 per roll. You know, and I was taking film pictures, not digital pictures, because the digital camera wasn't around yet. You know, it wasn't even, like really expensive they weren't around so each day we'll put up a photo yeah. and tell a little story about it right and my my vision is that we can get enough people from your followers right. to come like it and comment on it and maybe tell their own stories because i've had pieces come back to me and left in my yard like they people moved like a couple of years ago when we had that big snowstorm um and you know Emergency trucks had to come in from as far away as Massachusetts. Um, I was walking to my neighbor's house to watch their to watch the lizard, and um, I was halfway there, and I came. It was trash day, and even though there was a ton of snow, I saw these boards leaning against the the trash cans. Like, oh wow, we kind of need to paint on them. Like, it's getting closer and closer and closer. I was like, that looks really familiar. And it turned out it was two of my paintings that I had left out in the late 90s. And I found them on the trash. So I took them home. So some, some of them that happened. And um, yeah, so there's a, each one has a story. Like what do you think that left. when they bring them to, back to you, what do you think they're trying to tell? Are they saying, hey, they're get like, this they, back out there? Yeah, they're like, we don't, we're moving. We can't take it with us. Or, you know, they want, they just want me to have it. They want to return it back to the owner, which was nice. I mean, I, 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 see, that's the one that was left in near Dalesford Station. And that one was probably three 
feet or so high. But yeah, there, there are, there's tons of them. So I, what do you, th do you have any dreams in terms of, uh, using this to generate business? Generate commissions um, or it would be nice to have a huge show with the ones found. I always thought it'd be nice to have like a retrospect show, like a huge warehouse or a huge building that had as many as we could find throughout the years and just have a show of that. Yeah, people would have to mail the piece or bring the piece to the show and then we could type up a little story of how they found it or where it ended up behind next to it and that would be kind of, I always wanted to have a have a show like that yeah that's because cool. it'd be kind of neat because they'd be rough I mean because they were left outside to get business from it I suppose do a show of that or you know maybe have you know do a art installation or a have another big show somewhere else with with my work or a mural or something like that it seems like people see your work and they say can you come to my school or can yeah you exactly so I'm, I'm going to shipley because i left a piece out that day with you and that's the only reason why i'm going back to shipley um and then right after that um the wellingford art the wellingford elementary school emailed me so I'm going to go to their school in May, and we're going to do the buttons, and I'm going to paint them two murals on their walls. Yeah, i got to figure out how to get to Wallingford, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> so before I give David the final word, I wanted to share a couple of ways that you can work together with us on this project. David was here again. Of course, check us out on Instagram at David underscore was underscore here underscore again, or find David at David Gerbstadt Art or David Gerbstadt on Facebook. You can even visit my website, www.centerforselfcare. I'll include some resources there as well. So please comment, like, and share, and see where this goes with us. Thanks. And see how it, like, it's like hidden. That's the other part. Like some of it I wanted to, sometimes I just wanted to make it like a find. Yeah. And like somebody found it. And because somebody wrote to me and they said it was like finding something in the, in the, in the road, like a jam or something. There's a letter in there about that. I read this quote the other day. You shovel a lot of shit and then you find a jewel. Yep. You got to get you got a pound, ton of gold to get an ounce of gold. A ton of dirt to get an ounce of gold. So I guess we'll, um, we'll get started. Yeah. That sounds cool.